Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Fire up the grill. Fill up your cup. And get the recliner ready. It's time for Hour 2 of Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is Storybrook, an opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company. Explore the flavors of Oregon at Grillwork Supply Company in Beaverton or at grillworkspdx.com. And here comes Hines again. Oh, my goodness. Can he do it twice? Is this for real? Can you believe it? Even a little Dion strut to the end zone. 101 yards. Football Sunday on 1080. Do you believe it? No. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. What is not on here? The fan. Hour number two, football Sunday, right here on 1080, The Fan. Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor, Jordan Schultz. Man, we are getting into the dog days of, uh, well, hey, spring football is coming up. Or like XFL? Well, no, it's like the UFL now. Oh, UFL, they merged. It was a merger, yes, because they realized nobody wanted to watch either their leagues so then they're like so hey, now they can get 15 viewers and there's yeah. still only eight teams you're between seven, the two of them you're seven plus our eight viewers that's 15 sounds like a sports sunday show oh uh, uh, no i i would assume that we actually get more viewers or listeners than they do we because, at least get 17 well well it's bare minimum it's so total? sad huh total like throughout, throughout the, the throughout the, day, <laughs> the entire the hours year. yeah no the entire year no throughout the day when you go <laughs> when they go back and look and stuff like that yeah it's probably about 17, 18. Uh, according to YouTube, it says seven watching now. Love all of you, seven. Pretty sure I heard Souk say that they play all of their Mama, games we made in it. the same city. They don't even, so So if they're like the Alabama, Birmingham. It's like or a traveling circus. It's essentially, no, 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 no. It is not a traveling circus. They stay for the entire season, oh. even though if you're the Memphis whatevers, you represent in that area. You don't actually play there. So you, you never you have all, fans. You you all play in one city at one stadium. This this is the state of the UFL. This is sad. Oh, my God. But, yeah, we get spring football. Well, why would uh, any city want a professional sports team? 
Why why would any why would Birmingham want a professional sports team? Hell, Tricks. why would Portland want an MLB baseball team? What a stupid idea. Uh, c- can you imagine the traffic, Rajad? I, I mean, all the things to do would be terrible. Oh my god, so dumb. And this is what we wanted to get to is that there was a couple events over the last few days that has me really sick and tired of our city's loser mentality of not wanting to have anything nice and just be happy with, uh, I don't know, staying in the same spot and not trying to improve or make things a little bit nicer, a little bit cooler, a little bit better. Kind of two different things for me is, one, this MLB to Portland stuff, like the reports came out the other day that um, Red Tail Golf, Portland Parks and Rec, and the MLB to Portland group are in negotiations to buy the parcel of land, the 164 acres, uh, at Red Tail Golf. The golf course that the land sits on is owned by the city. And then Red Tail, they own the the golf shop, and I'm pretty sure the driving range, and that's what they own. So it's like a you know, deal between the three of them. And the amount of bitching and moaning about, oh, can you imagine the traffic? Oh, we don't need that. Wait, well, we should put it at the Lloyd Center. Oh, yeah, because there wouldn't be any traffic going there, right? Blazer games are just, you know, in and out experiences, right? So there was that. And then I caught some flack for this on Twitter, but I don't care because I am just so sick of the way that Trailblazer fans just eat up anything that has to do that is just like second tier to the ultimate goal. And that to me is winning a championship and being a championship contender team is there was a sign in the stadium that some kid was holding up at the, the Dame game the other night when the bucks were in town. And this kid was holding up a sign that said, go get your ring, then come back home. And I threw that out and I was like, I'm glad to see that these parents are raising this kid with the same loser mentality that this fan base has. Damn, Joe. I know, ripping on like a seven-year-old. Stupid kid. (laughs) You're onto something, brother. (laughs) But again, like that mentality, and it wasn't so much the kid, it was all the responses. Oh, I saw this at the game. Oh, it brought a tear to my eye. I cheered so loud for this. Like, you cheered so loud for a sign that said, yo, Dame. Go have success somewhere else, then come back home. Go have a championship-winning experience with a different franchise, then come back to us, and then hopefully we can do that, or hopefully we can just have some good times again. Have another 60-point game, 50-point game, or you do something cool, and that's good enough for us. Like, what what are we doing? Like, again, with the baseball team and then this, It's like, do we not want nice things? Do we not want to try and make this city a little bit more appealing? Like, I don't know, winning a championship, building a championship team, having multiple all-stars on your NBA franchise? Sounds like a good idea to me. Maybe we start building towards that, and maybe we hold up a sign that says, Dame, come back home, then let's get our ring. Like, let's get a ring, then you can come back home. Let's get an MLB baseball team and have things for people to do have some jobs, have some uplift in the economy. And yes, that is Portland. Like call it Tigered Beaverton. It's Southwest Portland too, is what that I'm pretty sure falls on the city lines. It's Multnomah. It's Tigered. Yeah, it's it's deep. (laughs) But again, it just feels like we have, we are so stuck in this mentality in this city of just like, 
What? No. Man, so I don't want. Let me. I don't. We have to break. So I don't get a chance to Dude, tell go you for everything. It. No, no, no. We don't. Whatever. Go as for it. As far as the baseball team, like, I don't care where you put the stadium. To be honest, don't give a damn. Just put it somewhere. That's my whole thing. I'm, I'm cool to Just, like. I mean, I don't being care. Being a West Sider, I want it uh, where at the Red Tail location. But yeah, I also hear you. like Hillsborough, Gresham, not Vancouver. Beggars can't uh, be choosers. Wilsonville, Oregon you know, City, put it somewhere. You know, beggars can't be choosers, and it's just kind of one of those things when we don't have it, and now we're telling them where we can and can't put it. All the PPS building is this, and all the this area is this. Man, who cares? Knock one of them old ass buildings down. One of them, one of them bum ass areas that have nothing but like pipes and stuff hey man knock that down and put something real there that's that that's that thing i don't care about the traffic i'll take the max i'll take a trolley like i'll get an uber like i'm not tripping about the traffic like just just planes trains automobiles let me know like watching that dame return was i feel like everybody forgot like i feel like everybody forgot about the the exit you know and the way not talk not forgot about what Dame did. Obviously he did great things as a Blazer, appreciate it. But let's just be honest with ourselves as Blazer fans. We don't have a Western Conference title. We don't have an all-star game MVP. We don't have a most valuable player award. We don't have a dunk a a, a, a three point contest championship, do we? Uh, I don't know. Did he win one of yeah, those? Yeah, Dame won one. Did he win? Yeah. Did he Dame won one? Of those? I think uh, okay. a year or two ago. So yeah. that's the so that's the one award that we've been able to take away from. Yep, from, one. You know, from Dame. You know, and then the fact that this dude at the end of the whole run was like, "I'm not going to speak on that team." In the national interviews on ESPN, I'm not going to speak on that team. You wouldn't say the Blazers' name as an organization, and we gave him that all that that pomp and circumstance and everything the other day was kind of like, and I'm good with giving him to before the game because he deserves that. He gets all that stuff, all that adulation before the game, but every single timeout. And if you were in the building, you got a, you got a video montage every timeout. If you're watching from home, every time back from commercial, we got a Damian Lillard highlight or something like that. And I'm like, man, I get it, but let's not forget, man. Like, everything that was said and everything that we were doing prior to that. And I'm not running from the grind. And then you literally in one foul swoop did all the stuff that you said you would never do. Like at one time, it was the craziest heel turn. It was Hulk Hogan dropping the leg on the macho man and joining the NWO. Like, man, I wanted to tell you, I'm going to take your, uh, say your prayers, take your vitamins. And then did the exact opposite, you know, on the other end. What'd like, you call it? The the side the side chick mentality. The side like, chick hey, mentality. That's what we have here in Portland. We're just happy to be here and get We're just glad to be a part of your life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's what we are as Blazer fans. And I'm over it. Like, that, I get it. That mentality irks me. It, it, I think that was what frustrated me and what I was trying to vocalize throughout the process of, of Joe Cronin and, you know, the media telling us, hey, here's what's going to happen with Dame. You may not like it, but this is what's going on. I think I pointed this out then. You know why they do that? Because fans act like this. Because you're willing to buy tickets and go and and suck down the awesome story about how nice it is to have our best franchise player back in town, which, guess what? It's not our best. Aside from that, it is, and that's a whole other segment, Rashad, but the the moment was good in a vacuum. But outside of that, as far as looking at constructing a championship roster, we... 
we haven't even been able to do that with Dame. So, so all the fans drinking this Kool-Aid saying, well, you know, we just got to pivot. It's time. I think we can build around Scoot. If they couldn't build around Dame, what makes you think they can build around Scoot? And so the, guess what? The best part of the night was Scoot getting buckets was the best part uh, first of the half yeah 15 points to- total but but yeah if if that's not gonna happen for you around dame then yeah you're basically just admitting you know what we just like nice fun things here we don't want big championship style things we don't we don't need those aspirations i hate it yeah i not this could be a personal thing for me like my i'm so uh championship famished like my teams are the Cowboys, the Blazers, the Baltimore Orioles, the Oregon Ducks. Hell, to go f- a few sports further, my my San Jose Sharks, right, that I only pay attention to when they're actually winning. Pittsburgh Panthers, college basketball. Like, none of these teams have ever won a championship in my lifetime that I can remember. The most recent being the Cowboys in the 95-96 season when I was four years old. So, again, like, I am dying for a championship in any capacity and for my hometown team if they were to win a nba finals like that would be one of the more satisfying of all my fan bases like to have it be done in the city that i grew up in portland trailblazer like i think that i would want that more than any of i mean it's hard to rank them but that would be up there like over the Orioles, probably over the Cowboys, just because the Cowboys at least have been in the playoffs. And, they, they, and that's the thing. You live here. And so, like, I'm sure you could buy a ticket to Dallas or buy a ticket to uh, Baltimore to be able to participate in that, you know, that championship celebration. But, man, they're calling off work that day that the Blazers win the championship. Calling off work that things week. Are, no, things are getting, like, seriously, your job is like, man, we know. State of emergency. This city like, might burn down. I'm showing up drunk on the air. I'll be like, guys, I've been having beers since they won, and it ain't stopping yet. I remember how they treated us getting the number one pick when we got Odin that time. And I remember there was a whole parade downtown for him, you know, oh when we got God, him. Those were the days. But, you know, so imagine what they're going to do on Broadway Street or up and down Martin Luther King if the Blazers win a championship. But again, like those were the days. That's for a number one overall draft No, but that's because of what he meant that we thought a championship was coming, Joe. That when I say those were the days... I, I felt like that there was hope that, amongst that Blazers hope, fans like, for bigger aspirations. Be, yeah. They yeah. they had projected the Blazers were going to win a championship within five years with that. They did, and they of, would have. They Odin, would have if it was healthy. Yeah, Oden and B Roy and Lamarcus. Like, man, that was going to be great. So it, it just sucks. Like we, and then the the mood from that game on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, they got the win, but it was like, oh, this is a game changer. This is a game changer for this team. And then we go and lose to the Nuggets the very next night, and it clearly shows how far away we are. And it's like, okay, back to reality now. Like, still got a long way to go. We can't play Dame every night. Back to reality. Whoop, there goes gravity. (laughs) Yeah, it was just (laughs) brutal. Like, it was really hard to watch this fan base fall into the same trap again. Just like, oh, we just love our guys, and we're just happy to have a team and root for these this young core. And, Dame, I hope you come back one day, and I hope you have a ring with some other franchise. Go Bucks. Oh, well. I'm going to spend hundreds of dollars to go watch a game about a good story. On a high note, we've got tons of Almond Roca here. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Oh, yeah. We're, I've been getting fat off of it. This place you? is lousy with the Almond Rocas. Straight yeah. up. Uh, all right. Let's move it on uh, to... A little bit more NBA because I wanted to talk about this like a few days ago and then something happened just last night that I'm like, perfect. This sets this up perfectly. So we'll get to that next here 
on Football Sunday, 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your Sunday home for college football recaps in the NFL. This is Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Over the last few years now, we have definitely seen an influx in uh, offense and points in the NBA. But this year, it seems like we have gotten way more occurrences of 50, 60-point games. It almost seems like this has turned into the new no-hitter in baseball. Like, someone dropping 50, I mean, someone even dropping 60. Though At the rate that it's happened this year... And over the last five to ten years, like, I've got numbers that I'll share with you guys. And I said before going to break that this was something that was kind of weighing on my mind. And then I see the other night, like, Tyrese Maxey gets 51. And then just last night, Steph Curry gets 60 points. And I'm just wondering, like, are we kind of like, oh, well, that's cool. All right, 50, 60 points. Like, all right, that's, you know, especially this season. This season alone, we've had six players score 60 points. That's insane. Six players score 60 points. Two of those games were 70-point games. Within, well, like, he, what, a week and a half of each other, too? Well, I mean, on the same night, Booker had 62, Doncic had 73. and But then, like, th- two or three days earlier was when Joel Embiid had his 71, 71 or two, right? Yeah, it might have been yeah. a little bit before that, maybe, like, a a, a week or two. Yeah, it was just like, It was whoa. last week. It was just before he played Portland. Thank and you. then came then he got here injured. and didn't, didn't play. Well, because Kaminga sat on his knee, unfortunately. So it was uh, 62 
in 73 by Luca, literally last Friday, because I was in Phoenix and I was watching the end of that Phoenix game and Booker had 62 and that was on the, it was either on Friday or it's a Saturday night. But then we get Steph Curry dropping 60 points last night. So I went and looked at all the 60 point games in NBA history last night. I pulled up the list. Uh, first and foremost, this is the craziest stat of them all. Will Chamberlain had 32 oh my of the 90 <laughs> 60 point games. Yeah. So I feel like for the sake of this well, argument. Not anymore. <laughs> MP has those now. <laughs> yeah, MP is racking up those 60 <laughs> point MP games. MP has those now. Um, just for the sake of uh, this argument and to make things look a little bit better for me, trying to make this argument, let's take out the Wilt Chamberlain 60-point game. That's games. a whole other era, too. And a he different was... area, like, yeah. just an anomaly, I feel like, in this. So, 60-point games. There's been 90 in the NBA total. 32 of those have come from Wilt. So then that means 58 60-point games for everybody else. Out of the 58... 60-point games that we've seen that weren't Wilts, 27 of them have happened in the last 10 seasons. In the last 10 years, 46.5%, almost 50% of them, in the history of the NBA, we have seen 60-point games in this last decade. 19 of those 58 60-point games have happened within the last five years. That is good for 32.7%, so a third of the 60-point games in this league's history have happened within the last five seasons. That's 2019-2020 to this season alone. And again, like I said, six of those 19 have happened, so that's a third of them, just in this season alone. So are we getting to the point where if someone drops 50, 60 points, like, is it, oh, my God, Steph had 60. Oh, my God, Booker dropped 60. Lucas, Dame 60, Giannis 60. I mean, we had last year, literally in the last two seasons, we've had four 70-point games. Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Joel Embiid, and then Luka Doncic have all scored 70 points within the last two seasons. Like, clearly the league likes this, and they want to be able to keep the casual fan engaged by having star players scoring as many points as possible. But for people that follow the game, follow the sport and the league, like, is this, is this what we want to see? Is this cool? Is this like, wow, 60 burger. Wow. Another 60 burger and another one. Like, I don't know. I feel like we're, we're losing that luster of guys going off for these performances because yeah, if guys aren't playing defense or if you're getting fouled or getting called for fouls, every other play just because you're trying to play defense. So then these guys are getting to the free throw line or you're losing your best defender because he has two fouls early in the game. So you have to sit him like this doesn't seem very fun anymore to watch and isn't as entertaining. Like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this isn't as great of a big of a deal as it used to be. No, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's Panda dunks now. Like, you know, every everybody's doing them, so they're not as cool, you know, anymore as far as when it, when it not first started. But as people, when you get one 60-point game a year, it's like, oh, damn. It used, you saw that. It used to be like, damn, Kobe went off for 60. You saw that? Like, yeah, it was crazy. And then that would be the last 60-point game we would have 
for a year, you know what I'm saying, two years until somebody else did that. But now defense is much different. You can't really, you know, a, a lot of people say the game is, is set up for offense, but truly it's kind of, it, in, in ways, they kind of change a lot of the rules to um, help out defenses as far as like, man, can't kick your leg on jump shots and can't do certain things, can't lean into people on, on shots. So the defense is there. Just some people just don't, they can't play it. Not everybody can play defense. So dudes are finding themselves. There's no reason ever Steph Curry should be open. Why is he open to go for 60? He can, he can, he's going to boogie down on you anyway and then pull up and it's probably going in anyway. Because now you, if you even impede where he's walking, yeah, it's a foul. But why, but again, what you're not going to try. And so that's the thing. Like now I think you got a lot of defenders that know their role, like, you know, know what their role is on the team or whatever. And, Defense just isn't a thing like that, you know, anymore. And so, yeah, it's a run and gun mentality. And now you got teams, and it's a lot of these seventy point games, with the exception of Joel and Beads, are coming from teams that have one score, right? Like, I mean, you look at Steph right now. The Warriors are in a weird spot. You know, Kaminga's been better, but the Warriors are in a in a weird spot. And so Steph's got to shoot the ball a lot. The Mavericks are in a weird spot because they're not a great team, but they're not a bad one. And it's when they, they they usually don't have Kyrie sometimes, so Luca's got to go crazy, you know, in a lot of these instances and stuff like that. So, like, where is Atlanta right now? You know, Atlanta is a, a good team. You know, they're they're kind of right there, like right in the middle of the Eastern Conference, right around there. Yeah, he's got to go for for crazy buckets sometimes. So. I don't know. I, I I think it's it's cool when it happens. Like, man, that's impressive. But at the same time, like, where's the defense? It's usually a lot of three point shots. It'd be different if somebody was getting sixty, but a lot of them was shots at the rim. Like, okay, that's crazy. But a lot of open three point shots, pull ups. It's cool, but I mean, for me, the NBA it's supposed to be entertaining. This is what it's for. It's entertainment. This is not as fun to watch sometimes. Well, you're right about them de-incentivizing defense because it's funny. I actually kind of want to bring Wilt Chamberlain into the conversation, Joe, to make your argument. And I don't think it takes away anything at all from what you're saying because that was a whole different era of basketball back then. There were different kinds of plays drawn up. There wasn't a three-point line for, uh, I'm pretty sure, half or, or more yeah, than half, of, if not most of Wilt Chamberlain's career. Did he had a bunch of, of dudes that were all of? Thank you. I don't think the three-point line. Thank came you. Like yeah, the it late was just. 70s, I, I'm not. 80s. I'm not remembering the exact year that he retired but but my point well, I don't is, think Wilt was pulling up for threes anyways if there was a three point well all. nobody was pulling up <laughs> Would for you threes shoot? absolutely they, not they were feeding the inside and it was you know what if you got a guy like that if you got a guy like Kareem let him shoot 40 times a game because he's probably going to hit 30 of them now compared to a center who really was the lead piece on your team to win a championship in that era even into the 90s now all these guys that are scoring all these points, it's guards. It's guys that play like guards. It's definitely faster three-point-plus shooters. It's it's always the guys that are incentivized to shoot the ball more. Those are the right. ones that we're now seeing on, I mean, you see on all these highlight reels with all the big paychecks. Matisse Thibel, on the other hand, defensively, is getting a $6-7 million a year contract. These other scorers are making 40 to $60 million. So the NBA has now incentivized it to go this way because it is a faster pace. It is more exciting that way. Although I would champion that 90s basketball was just as exciting, even though it was a slower pace. Somebody texted on the Vancouver Ford text line, bring the hand check back, bring the hard check back. I'm down. It would change things. I think both eras can be very successful and moneymakers, but we've kind of, to answer your question, Joe, 
Yes, I like where it's going, but I don't think that it, it should go as far as we're letting it. I do think we should bring back some defensive prowess, and we should bring back a little of that nitty-gritty 90s ball. I, I think a mix of those would be perfect. So I gave you those numbers of like the last f uh, five years, decade. From 1985 to 2004, there was eight 60-point games. Yeah. In the last they? 13 months, there's been nine. So... We had 20 years of NBA basketball and only eight 60-point games. And, and to be real, let's be real, like the guys that can score now are much more talented than some of those guys well, in the 70s and 80s. They weren't incentivized to shoot threes. That is the most important shot to the game right now. Look at totals for points. Look at teams. and I mean, we've seen 260, 270 points going over in, in betting performances it, now this year. That's it, never happened in the NBA. It is, and I know we have to break, but I'll look at a lot of teams that make it to the to the finals. Like They're, they're three-point shooting teams, but they also take a lot of middies, and they also get to the rim like a whole lot. Jokic prime example with somebody who's doing it by getting to the rim even jamal murray's that's he's great in that inside the three-point line so uh do you want to read this last text um from the vancouver Ford text line these scoring records are so different now you have to look at it in the context of the point total for the team versus the percentage for the players so if the team scores 100 points and one guy scores 40 of those points that's pretty awesome but if the team scores 150 and that guy scores 40 it doesn't mean as much yeah totally agree i mean like that game last night uh, for the Hawks and uh, Warriors, I think that uh, it, was, it was like 135-131. Yeah. So, I mean, 60 points in that. I mean, yeah, that's, again, 60 points is a lot of points. But in, I mean, imagine if that's a 102-98 game mm -hmm. and Steph is dropping 60. Like, that is like GD. Like, yeah. oh, my God. But I think as the offense points goes up, you're going to – we've clearly seen more of these. I think it just takes the shine away from it. I feel like real basketball fans, people that enjoy this league and this game, they're starting to see through that a little bit more. Again, this is why I wanted to bring it up. I had been having this feeling for a little bit now since we saw this influx this year. Then Steph dropped 60 uh, uh, last night, and I'm like, well, there you go. There's there another 60-point performance. It but it, but this one is like, okay, this is Steph, so we know how he dropped 60, and we know wh how it happens. So I, it's just... hey, I, and I guess to give it to him, uh, Kobe Bryant's the only player to have 60 points uh, over the age of 35, which, again, I don't know if that only game was that last game of his career where the Jazz and basically the Lakers let him score 60 points. I don't think the Jazz game. let him do anything. I think the Jazz were just bad at that point, and Kobe <laughs> was busting the ass. Uh, all right, let's move it on. Some All-Star Game festivities. Uh, NBA should be ashamed of themselves, and the NHL should probably uh, let uh, celebrities do this a little bit more often. We get to that next here on 1080 The Fan, but first, Schultz with SportsCenter Update. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Sunday with Rashad and Joe brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan uh, Rest in peace Carl Weathers that was uh, unfortunate to hear I had to watch uh, Happy Gilmore last night and I uh, had my 10 year old son watch it with me I felt like you know what son you're turning 11 here soon I think, think you're the, ready for this I think it's the time uh, the one part that did also get him, I was telling Rashad the parts that made him laugh. The one part that got him was, uh, I eat pieces of S like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of S? <laughs> like, no. Joey Belly laughed at that one, which as a 10-year-old, yeah, not not surprised that he yeah. found that I mean, one that's funny. who Adam Sandler was making movies for at that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 10 to 14-year-olds. Dude, I, I don't think I've watched that movie since I like started golfing like a lot. And just some of the, now I get more of like the golf jokes. Like when the dude uses the quarter to mark his ball. And then his caddy yeah. like looks around, and snags the quarter, <laughs> or he's using the ball washer thing, and then he pulls the underwear out. God, such a good movie. Recipes, Carl. Um, all right, All Star Game is uh, going down for uh, NHL. I believe it actually just happened. And did what do you know about Michael Bublé, Rashad? His beautiful voice, great singer. Yes. Yeah. Do you know anything else about him? He's got a great head of hair. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's great log. He's a good looking guy. A Brazilian model. I was yeah. gonna say that next. She's um, uh, yeah, yeah. Luciana uh, Lupito, I believe see. her name is. You know her name. I want to be Michael Bublé so bad. Um, I can sing just like him, and and I yeah. Yeah, he's a. Uh, uh, let's say he's, I can. I think he sells the Joe, Bublé I've, water. Everybody no? in my life has said I could sing just like him. Uh, so if you can see it, calm down. I'm gonna say screw you. That's we don't you need you down. singing on air. We already, I'm not. Uh, I don't have to. I'm good. So, Buble, I actually saw him in concert, uh, was at 2019 when he came to Portland. Dude's hilarious. Like, that guy can work a crowd and crack jokes. Like, he was impersonating his wife, and, like, he is hilarious. Like, that guy, he is an entertainer through and through, whether he's singing or not. Uh, he also had this, like, fresh, dark green, forest green suit that he was wearing. He always looks um, hot. He was making jokes about Portland, and you know the easy one about Portland is everybody's high. You know, everybody has everybody's high on marijuana and weed the entire time. Um, but boy, the tables turned for him because he was at the NHL All Star Game festivities this week. He's from Canada, big hockey fan. I think he even referenced that at his show in Portland how he loves hockey, 
And I think that if you're just from Canada, like you are. That's you grow up yeah. hockey fan, wrestling fan. You get a puck handed yeah. to you at birth. You <laughs> well, know? fun Michael Bublé fact, if he were not a singer, he would want to be a hockey announcer. I think that, yeah, he mentioned, again, he definitely mentioned something about hockey while he was here in Portland. Uh, but they were having their, like, celebrity game or something like that, where the celebrities come and play some hockey and get on the ice. And someone talked to him about, I don't know, even know what the question was. Was it like, oh, hey, about getting drafted on one to the celebrity teams? Or uh, do you play any uh, fantasy hockey or anything like that? So he goes in to talk about his fantasy hockey league teams. And then this thing takes a wild turn. The answer is no. I will not be the oldest draft pick the Vancouver Canucks have ever taken at 48 years old. I know you and you. You're a really good hockey player. You got good hands, dude. You've got silky mitts, my brother. You are the first person who's ever told me that. Because I'm the first real ever hockey fan. Dude. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, and he was lying. <laughs> so. I'll be honest, I thought I was in Blades of Glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down and then I realized, holy I am at the NHL All-Star Game. We live... So, that clip, that is, a, that is a different clip where it's like cut together, but there is a full answer out there because he's sitting next, next to Will Arnett. Will Arnett was also Hilarious. there. And the full clip is... Him, again, he's, like, talking about his fantasy hockey teams. He's like, I'm in two different leagues, and, you know, I got this. I didn't even have a first-round pick in this league this year, and right now I'm in fourth place. This other league, I had the fifth overall pick, and right now I'm leading that league. And my buddy, and that's when he drops the line about being high on mushrooms at the NHL All-Star game. And it's hilarious because he drops that, and you can hear kind of, like, the laughs in the press conference, like, is he for real right now? Like, oh. What what? And Will Arnett tries to throw him like a life a lifesaver, like, yeah, like, uh, oh, like, here we go. like dude, reel it in here. And he makes a comment like you just probably with all that talk about your fantasy hockey league teams, you just probably lost a huge chunk of your female base. How much of a nerd could you sound like that? And then Buble, again, not taking the hint, like, dude, you shouldn't probably not be talking about the mushrooms. Buble then drops in there. He's like, yeah, and I probably lost a lot of them with the mushroom talk as well. It's like, shut <laughs> up, Michael. Yeah. It was kind of like him kicking him under the <sighs> leg. Like, awesome. Bro, like, come on. I man. like I Michael him. Buble even more. And then Will Arnett very much was just like, okay, so who's got the guts to follow up on the mushrooms? <laughs> yeah. I would have. I, I think, love that man. I think Michael love Buble so just moved up. Another notch in my Oh, book. he was, again, like, he was hilarious when he was here in concert. And so I was already, like, a fan of him and his music. He's great, great singer. You want to talk about, that whole puts the whole I'm feeling good song in a whole nother context. Birds flying, <laughs> Buble flying high. Boobs flying high. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. So that was a highlight of All-Star Game festivities. And I'll just get to this real quick. Did you see who's going to be coaching the uh, NBA oh Eastern gosh, Conference man. team? They have, they're oh, so rude. Wow. They're so rude. This is like, ridiculous. But. Yes, I heard. He's coaching the best team in the Eastern Conference, Rashad. Why are you upset about this? Why are you upset that Doc Rivers, who literally just got the job uh, about a week ago for the Milwaukee Bucks, and who just got his first win as a Milwaukee Bucks head coach? See, that's that's all it takes. Lost his first road game <laughs> as true. the coach of as the coach of the Bucks. It, and it, as soon a, as they lost, I was like, 
yeah, he's not going to make it. This is like <laughs> get to the finals, man. This is the definition of uh, getting an A on the group project and you still getting credit for it. And like, you, ca- and and you and didn't you ca- do anything. And you came in late. <laughs> like you, you came yeah. in late. You didn't do. So anything. you guys got this all taken care of, wrapped yeah, right? up. You got my name on it. Cool. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks. I'll be the one to present the first couple words yeah. to the to the group. Wow. That's, you guys did a great job on this. Thank you. Now, Thank Doc you. Is, I, yeah. Doc is saying all the right things. He which is, is. He says this is terrible, and, and he's I'm going gonna to try and get a vacation. And I'm going to give the <laughs> the the incentive, the bonus, and the the ring or whatever to Adrian Griffin. I want the bonus or I want whatever incentive is coming to me as the head coach. You know, however, you can keep that ring. You can keep that all-star coach ring or whatever it is they get. I don't want it. Speaking of rings, that 2008-2009 championship ring he has with the Celtics, like, we are going to have to study that and look at what, like, that thing can do. The Lord of the Rings, the ring in that movie was supposed to be super powerful. This ring that Doc Rivers carries... This thing can cure cancer, I'm pretty sure. Like, what he's been able to do just based off that one championship run is simply amazing. He fails upwards. All the time. (laughs) All the time. And Dude was just chilling at home. Adrian Griffin uh, gets fired, and they're like, well, I don't know. I mean, who should we have? What's Doc Rivers doing? Apparently, he was, like, consulting with them for the year. Is that is that the story? He's been yeah. kind of consulting. Yeah, it was like a Bucks consultant so helping almost, Adrian out. It almost kind of feels like you, we know what we want to do. We're just going to see how this goes, and if things go awry, we're going to call. You're going to we're going to call in call in the the closer. Just be ready. <laughs> yeah, just just be ready. And as soon as it happened, like like it's weird. You know, outside of David Blatt, I can't think of another head coach that's ever North uh, not North Turner, but um, Schottenheimer. I'm trying to think of another time a head coach was a winning coach and was fired, like, during the season. Shoddy was at least fired after the, the season, right? The NBA but, comparison people have been throwing out is the David, David Blatt. Blatt. Yeah. yeah, David Blatt. And, of course, it it worked well for um, Cleveland at that point, but I don't know. I don't feel like this team is well, set up to win. Well, a two-year-old could coach that team to a championship. LeBron was their coach, and I mean, come on. It's not like Ty Lue brought in some amazing scheme that took them over to New Heights. <laughs> he's like uh, I had to look it up He's like Varys In Game of Thrones And like Littlefinger He just has like All the blackmail He knows where all the bodies Are hidden in the NBA Where it's like He has to You know You he could hire to. him But I, just, uh, I don't understand Do you really want to make that choice? You got players of his That are like Man Doc didn't know What he was doing We was like man He said this We went in there And said man Come on man We doing this Like that's the The most undermining thing You could have to Happen to your head coach And apparently That's what they were doing To Adrian Griffin and it was like, he tells him one thing, and he was like, man, bro, we're doing this. Run this play. Well, we got to go uh, finish up the show, but I hope that there is at least one celebrity at the NBA uh, All-Star game that is high on mushrooms. That's all I ask for. So, I mean, I think it probably could help the NBA All-Star game <laughs> if everybody was high on mushrooms. might make it somewhat entertaining. All right, let's wrap the show up next here, Football Sunday, 1080 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. I, I, I need to know something before we go. Jordan, if you sound like Buble, are you taking advantage of this anywhere in the city? Are you at, like, jazz clubs on Saturday nights? Like, now, ladies and That's gentlemen. That's how you prove it right now and put on a Buble back. Uh, I believe uh, him. I, I've heard him singing. I'll say I we heard, get him some gigs right now. I heard the croon off between him and uh, Patrick Harris on the tenny on the club uh, about a month or so ago. So I, I believe in his singing chops, but I just say, like, take that to the city, man. I would love to. I don't do any gigs currently. I was, when I was the Hops MC a few years ago, I did some music stuff for them, but never, it, it's been, yeah. I, I, Beep vocal up, improvisation. Uh, I, I mean, I, gosh, I got a couple of tracks from my college days. Uh, we, we recorded, like, actual albums with my college group genesis but no i want to perform i just don't really have anybody i know that you know i can't get a trio together i can't get like a oh, I don't see, have... genesis like phil Buble collins doesn't have a trio yeah he does what are you talking about buble I... has an entire band well that that's, he pays. that's different than a trio i see buble up there by himself singing and then that's what also why i went to that concert though is i was like i know he's gonna have like a 40 50 piece band up in that bitch mm-hmm. and exactly. that is gonna be half the show in itself i mean i just need like a piano player i, I don't even need a full trio i really it's just if we're just talking like because i don't have the skills on, on instruments to do like a full 10 to 15 song set in, in front of a crowd like probably guitar but and, and not with jazz that'd be like all poppy songs by the way so i need some soft piano but then i, I would love to you need a uh, underground smoky bar somewhere yeah with uh, yeah, you and uh, some guy with some Yaz flute smoking bars. Birds flying high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, by the way, I just looked up in the library, and I, I would uh, appreciate it if this can be our close music today. Uh, Scatman. Which reminds me of basketball. <laughs> When it has the montage, is that of, a, that's a clean song, right? There's no, there's no swear words. In oh, it. I'm, I mean, I don't, there I don't, aren't even words. Where are the real in it words, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just making sure, y'all. Yeah, I think he, like, the only real words in it is him just saying, that, "I'm a scat I'm man." I'm a scat man. Can you believe that song made it somewhere? Like, <laughs> let's, let's just be honest. Well, that like, was it. Was in the '90s, right? Yeah, it's a very '90s, '90s techno feel the, to the it. The '90s like, was a a great and terrible time to make music. Because it didn't matter what it was, it was gonna be huge. Like the <laughs> ni- seriously, like the '90s gave us some, some gems, but also gave us some, 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 some terrible things. Scatman is one of those things. I mean, boy bands, girl bands, and Macarena is one of those things. You're like, not a fan of Mambo Number no. Five? No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I didn't like a a little bit of Erica in my life. A little bit of Monica. A little bit yeah. of Monica yeah. in my <laughs> life. A little bit of Erica yeah. by my side. There's some songs we can do without a, without you know from from that from that era. Barbie Girl, although it turned into this other thing. So now you got I an Ice it, Spice remix you know? in it, making it better. Ugh. Oh God. You I, think he's an S? You're not even a fart. Yeah, stop it. Ice <laughs> what a spice. lyric. Yeah. She's so she's so terrible. I'm sorry. She's just a booty shaker. <laughs> oh, my she God. Is terrible. She's uh, not even that, but yeah, it's all good. Oh, she is. She is, Rashad. She don't be. She just shows it and like moves it. She's not even like twerking. She's not even so shaking it's like, it. boo, what are we doing? <laughs> 
What are we doing? I love how we're judging her twerking ability. Ugh. I get about a five and a half. Oh, here less, we go. I'll give it less than that. This I'm a scat man. People were skating to this and putting this on mixtapes and putting this all type of places like, yo, wasn't a you know you can you can file this under the Taylor Swift stuff that I'm that I'm probably not listening to. Look at the white guys, man. You guys love it so much. I love it. You know how many people were just rolling on ecstasy in 90s techno clubs listening to this? Yeah, a lot of them. Any, any, t- any I think grinding they were on What a buck tooth dorks. I think they were grinding their teeth. They were on something else, you know. They had the, the pacifiers in their mouth. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I was a little too young for techno at that point or for techno clubs, so I'm glad I missed that movement. What's this move? The, the Millie Wop. <laughs> Yeah, Millie Rock. Yeah, about, about five go. to seven years late on that. There you go. Oh, God. Look, looks good on you, Joe. <laughs> All right. Uh, just remind me of the Chappelle skit, the white people dancing. Yeah. What's <laughs> yeah. uh, that? Uh, electric guitar. Yeah. yeah. That's all you need. All right. Latinos love drums. <laughs> oh, God. It does make you move, though, I'll be honest. Like, exactly. Shout out to John Mayer, too, for doing that skit. Shout out to John Mayer for all of your beautiful music. Hey, we'll see you next Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Super Our Bowl. Super Bowl preview. Uh, we will literally talk about nothing else. Yeah. So come ready. That will be your Super Bowl preview show that day. I will I, be throwing a Super Bowl party that nobody will be attending. It'll be awesome. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing yet. I haven't talked to the lady friend. She, uh, she's not. She likes sports, but she likes functions. So I would not be surprised if she's like, "Oh yeah, there's definitely something I ha- have planned for us." So. For sure. Uh, but we'll have uh, our show well before kickoff. So come kick it with us, nine to eleven next week. Our Super Bowl. Football Sunday show right here on 10 to the fan. Peace y'all. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.